Hey, Josh here. We don't do this very often, but since this movie's plot prominently features a sexual assault, we wanted to give you all a fair trigger warning. My lord. Deny, deny, deny. Everywhere, always, at all times, and to all men. You did not commit adultery. It never happened. There is no proof. It will always be your word against that of Jean de Carouge. Yes, my lord. Of course, we have to endure a public trial. Charges of rape will be brought against you, and a verdict will be rendered by your overlord adjudicating this matter, who, as the fates would have it, happens to be me. <laughs> Medieval 2. This is Spoiler. This is Spoiler. Guys, like me. Like me too. Like mead? No, oh, like me I get too. It. I like it. Me too. Listen, yeah. it's not a very funny movie <laughs> to talk about, but we're talking about it because rock hard Viggo Mortensen, Mister Swole, Swole. Uh, picked this for us. He's been a rock hard Patreon for months. He's one of our top patrons of all time. He picked the uh, Afro Samurai episode. We did yeah. back in June. He did have some uh, some notes on that. I'll read this. Just caught the Afro Samurai review. Stevie killed it as a host. The Kill Bill reference was awesome. That's my favorite movie of all time. And then he got back to us and said, Hey, gents. Hope all is well. I decided on a movie for my Patreon pick. I'm going to let you all choose between The Last Duel or Medieval. Both good historical dramas based off stories that I enjoyed and, can't, and I didn't think got enough attention when they came out. Hope you all enjoy. So that's what we're here to talk about today. He never got back to me with an opening question, but I made up one on the fly. Woohoo! If you had to do a trial by combat against someone in the spoilers extended family, who would you choose to fight? any of our regular hosts any of the guests that we've had on any point but who do you think you would fare the best it's gotta be physical fighting yes oh okay why can't you take it to the courts or why can't you appeal to the gods about mental combat we are appealing to the gods the gods are deciding <laughs> <laughs> the gods of combat god will find you guilty or innocent based on how much you can beat the crap out of whoever you choose <laughs> uh, we'll go east to west Josh, or no, sorry, Brett, Woo. that's you. This is Brett recording out of Fort Wayne. I, I mean, God, I'm sorry. Pap, it's going to be you. What? Um, Why? Why? Because <laughs> you're very small. You're very I'm, small. I'm very small. Okay, audience at He's home. He's right. I'm ripped. No, you're small. <laughs> He's real greasy. Mouse in the house. I'm so slippery. <laughs> I mean, Corey's very slight. And if he can't run from me, I feel like if I got a hold of somebody, I mean, I know Pap was a wrestler, but I, th- I like my chances, I suppose. No offense, Pap. Mm. 
Well, this question may have backfired. There's also like people like Pixie Bomber you could have picked. You picked me oh, over her? Yeah. No, you can't oh, choose uh, a woman as this. Yeah. I, <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't take pleasure when I was beating you to death, Pap. I mean, I promise <laughs> you that. You couldn't grab him, though. He's so slippery. I'm slick. Uh, this is Pappy. Huh? From Goshen. Second most Eastus. That's true. Um, mm, it, it couldn't be Brett. Brett would be my last choice. One, because of his armaments. Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, just, we can use that? I just, I just don't think I'd have a shot. Um, okay, Stevie. I think you would beat me, but the only reason I would pick you is because we were wrestling partners in junior high. That was always fun. I might know some of your moves. Again. I think I'm going to be killed and found guilty of whatever crime I've been accused of. But at least I might I might have a psychological edge. And I would hope, as one of your best friends, you wouldn't be too violent Dang. towards your old pappy. Oh, I'd rip your arm off and beat you to death with it. <laughs> <laughs> Josh? Hello, this is Josh from Goshen. I would take this extremely seriously because it's a battle to the death. Like, this is not... A choice to be made lightly. Kylo mm. has been in some scraps. He might be the smallest spoiler man, but he's been he's scary, actually. I think we all know that deep down. Yeah. yeah. Um he's watched three ninjas a hundred thousand <laughs> times. He knows all the moves. But then you guys, I thought of film Dylan. He's Ooh. pretty small, pretty young. But then I remembered he's a really <laughs> active mascot. He's yeah. in the Cavalier uniform. Yeah. <laughs> he probably could ride a horse trained. really well. I don't know, but... Is he a Swifty? No, uh, you're that's, thinking of... That's uh, Dave Mello. Mello. Yeah, thinking of Mello Bick Road. But anyway, Pat got mentioned by Brett, and he's right, Pat. You are pretty small and weak. And weak? But you're also slow. Oh, hey, well, it's slow. <laughs> I'm not slow. Oh, I'm Pap was in cross country. I gotta take my chances with Pap. Pap is catching strays. I'm sorry. You just seem like you have a lot of like weaknesses or something. I don't know. What does that mean? Hey, feeble Pap. I'm gonna pick you. This definitely backfired. Anyway, Josh from Goshen. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, like it's like my like uh, Mario Kart rating. So not only are you weak, you're also slow. You're just low in all of the possible attributes you can have for this battle. DV, go ahead. Can I pick two people? Yeah, are you fighting them at the same time or individually? <laughs> I mean, I could. It's Royal Rumble. Like, like one, <laughs> A like melee. Once for survival, once for country. For country. Yeah, I'll explain mm. it. Um, ready, steady, cut. Yeah, he'd be the <laughs> one for yeah. country. Great pick. Talk about ruining a podcast. I mean, they, good God. They fight, they fight for a living, though, in in old across the pond. What does that mean? What if they're hooligans? Oh, they're not. They were going Odia the entire time. Oh, they're okay. not hooligans. So they're they're that kind of British. Uh, uh, oh, they can't even hang with the language of spoilers. Yeah. No, is... it was uh, Cheerio. Stevie wants to fight me. Oh. Yeah. It was just <laughs> chaos. Um, if I were gonna like actually test myself against the gods, gods, I would choose Kylo Ren memes. Like mm. it would. Like, you can call him crazy. I think I could match it pretty well. 
And the only way to fight crazy is with crazy. And I think that'd be a really fun match, even if I died. I would love I to see, see you guys it. box, at least. Maybe we could set that up. <laughs> That'd be Ooh. fun. Ooh. We could do that. Just let it be known that Pappy immediately picked his best friend in the whole world to, to fight to the death, but Stevie didn't, so I don't know. No, if that I wouldn't fight Pap. He ain't heavy. See, that's why I would pick you. He's you would have a brother. soft spot in your Yeah, I mean, I would hope. But someone's got to die. I know, but I would <laughs> hope that we would both get struck by lightning before we started fighting, and then one of us would live. Maybe like the most balanced way to do that. But let it be known that if anybody outside of spoilers messes with Pap, they're going to get the wrath. Yeah. Stevie and, Stevie and Pap are going to die like the couple in the notebook. Just oh, cuddling. 100%. <laughs> in an old folks' home, not knowing who cuddling, we are. Cuddling in bed together? Yep. yep. Beautiful thought. Playing beautiful nightcrawlers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm back on this question. It took a dark turn, but now I'm kind of liking where it's going, Mikey. <laughs> Who would you fight to the death? Uh, I think you guys are thinking too close. You got to think just a little outside of our circle, and I'm going Alexander Cooper. Oh, I think I'll do the world all, Talk about uh, fighting all of us some good. Is that technically, has he been on the show? No. <laughs> In spirit, a voicemail? Yeah, I guess he has. A voicemail, yeah. He, he left you with like a threatening voicemail? <laughs> no. What if he uses his watch attack on you, Mikey? <laughs> he just throws a bunch of uh, <laughs> off-brand watches at my face? Yeah. The off-brand watch empire? Uh, yeah, that would be devastating. I believe that the true story of that is that we invited him to be on the pod. He wasn't able to make it because like, the time zone issue is like, such a big deal. And then he left us a message, but his message was so long it like ran into like the two-minute <laughs> voicemail limit so we had to just cut it as as is put it at the end of the episode if you want more cooper lore i think it's sandow is the episode what and then what was the, the other perfect one man. we did two we parallel did, uh, parallel i think yeah, parallel is the, is the one. one with the interview mm-hmm. go back and listen i thought that was somebody else you interviewed i thought that was an actor yeah mm. but we also got the director's <laughs> voicemail <laughs> Wasn't it, isn't it, the actor's name was like David McGowan, and we kept calling him David Megawan or something? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> First like hundred Pokemon episodes name. were rough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Those might be ones worth going back to. Um, and Paul, thank you for your uh, almost year of support. I can't believe the pledge level that you're at. Rock hard, Vigo Mortensen. We loved Afro Samurai. Let's find out how we felt about The Last Duel. Brett, I want to start with you. I was going to ask this to Corey, but Ridley Scott, as a filmmaker, what are your thoughts on him? Because we've lampooned him before on The Counselor, another Patreon pick, maybe one of the worst movies we've done. But he's also made some banger, and he just keeps grinding them out. He had two movies come out the year The Last Duel came out. Yeah, He's 85 years old. He's got another movie coming out in October or November of this year, the Napoleon one. I I mean, sure, I guess you could say he's bad. I mean, I think Stevie said I hate Ridley Scott for some reason, but I mean I mean what he did what Blade Runner, Alien, uh a movie that I absolutely freaking love is The Martian. Um Gladiator's amazing. 
I I know it's not a good movie, but I actually did like Exodus, even though I know that's not one of his best. I mean, I, I you guys could tell me the ones that bombed. I mean, uh, not bombed, but like were bad. I guess so I I thought Kingdom of Heaven was good. I've never seen Robin Hood. Uh, I know you guys weren't big fans of like Prometheus and Alien Covenant, right? I like Prometheus. Yeah, I like uh, Prometheus and Covenant. Yeah, I like them both. Thelma yeah. Louise was a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but you know, he's got some really, really good movies. Uh, but I mean, I guess everyone has some bad, some bad stuff. I mean, he I made know. Gladiator. Like Forgive a lot yeah. just for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. It's got like he's, maybe the best fifteen second speech like ever. It's gives me goosebumps. He's got that like it. old man Woody Allen, Clint Eastwood dog in him, where he just keeps fucking making a movie a year. You know what I mean? Like he just doesn't fucking stop. Stevie, you did say you hate Ridley Scott. I did in the group thread earlier. What are what are your thoughts on Ridley Scott? Um, hang it up, old man. Um, well, that, that's a different argument wow. for sure. I mean, I, I'm, I guess I can understand. But what that. if Napoleon's good? Na- Joe Quinn, Napoleon. He's got the hat. The hat. Napoleon just released a trailer where it has like a remix of like Back in Black or some shit. <laughs> okay, why didn't this movie have that? Like, I think it would have been a little better. No, like. Alien's amazing, like uh, Pret said. Gladiator's amazing. I just think this movie felt a little 2005. Yeah, I guess Kingdom of Heaven, it would have come out in that time when all those epics were coming out after Lord of the Rings. It might have fared better. I'm with you there. I agree with that. I don't know. I just think the man of Ridley Scott's talent could be better served on something else in a movie like this. And that's why I said I hate Ridley Scott, because... Part of me still kind of holds out hope that he has like one banger left in him, but I don't think we're ever gonna get it. Uh, Gladiator Two's coming. Out. Gladiator Two's coming out next year. Can I yes and Stevie though? Mm-hmm. We really don't need like Ridley Scott's take on rape. Three times. Unneeded. Truly. <laughs> this movie could exist without that being the what? focal point. I believe it's literally the story. I would say it's, it's what like led to the story. He he made it the story. <laughs> it's part of the Josh. story. <laughs> it's very 2005 in the sense that it's like it's the implication, like uh, this historical epic. But I feel like it's also very. What year did this come out? 2020, 2021, like 21. It feels like a very like response with the Me Too movement. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's very much a byproduct of that. Definitely, there's 10 minutes of this movie that definitely was from that but i didn't think it was like too much so i mean i don't know it's like when the mom's talking to her and then when she's talking to other people it's like victim blaming and you should have just kept your head down again is it worth breaking down ridley scott's take on the subject of rape i well that's really lose interest now we know now we know he's against it (laughs) i didn't know before your opinion man it's part of the story because it's quote unquote based on a true story. We don't know what that means, but I mean, why didn't he just make up any other crime and just not have it based on anything? Something even more entertaining just, than what's the current situation going on in here. Just make it a land deal that is interpreted in three different ways. I got a secret to tell you guys. Hey, rape is real. It happens. I love the land deals though, Mikey. 
They could have expanded on that. Would have been I a thought happy that's boy. what the movie was going to be about. I was hoping that <laughs> was the big bad. courtroom drama, suing people over real estate. That would have been a bit. <laughs> Honestly, it's cool. Those maps look sick as hell. They did. The thing is, it's not. It's not even really a duel, and it certainly wasn't the last duel of all time. Like we did a podcast on Hamilton that ended in a duel, it's and that took. Believe it or not, it's Lots not even duels. the last duel in France. So it's like. I, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about the players here in a second. But Mikey, how do you feel about the Rashomon different perspectives? Uh, this is what happened from Matt Damon's point of view. This is actually what happened. Did- Matt Damon. When I saw the chapters, I was like, oh, God, it's going to be one of these movies. And then uh, I thought it was just kind of edited really weird when we're going through Matt Damon's perspective because like, he's like in the middle of the fight. Boom. He's like trudging back home defeated. Like, yes. In, so I was like, yeah. okay, something's going on here. I don't know what really Scott is thinking, but that's like a lot of info. Just like, okay, I guess everybody else is dead. I don't know <laughs> what's going on there. Yeah. So the first like cut that was like really jarring for me. And I think I even had to rewind it is when they're um, really at the beginning and chapter one, they're, showing their fealty to Pierre and then bam, uh, Legree a year later is coming to his yeah. castle to say hi. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Stuff like that. Like, like they're just jumping so much. So you're like, okay, something's going on with either the timeline or something in this. So we get to the next chapter and then we see that it's from different points of view. And I actually thought that was pretty interesting. I thought that was like, Definitely. because there are, I thought, especially when they meet at that party and somebody says something about uh, something about the king, it's from three different people in all three different like perspectives. And I thought that was like pretty interesting. Something like uh, in fealty to the king or something like that was said by three different people. So I thought mm-hmm. it had some interesting aspects to it. But I don't know. I was just like it's all this boring stuff for the last five minutes of the duel. I was like, I don't know if it's so worth it <laughs> to get <laughs> to get to grind through the rest of the two fifteen. So that's kind of how I came away with it. I'll, I'll say this: like I've seen a lot of fucking movies. I know Stevie, you have too, where it's like they throw in these chapter inner title cards. They're just totally fucking arbitrary and don't really add anything to the story. At least these are like, oh yeah, they serve a narrative editorial purpose, right? For having different chapters. Yeah. But this, Corey, Corey, what up, y'all? Sorry, right, let's a go. lot of people were, would fight you to the death. Just so you know. Yeah, Corey. The opening question was, and sorry to put you on the spot like this. If you had to fight someone from the spoilers extended universe to the death in a, in a trial by combat last duel type scenario, who would you pick? I think I got a lot of votes. You got at least one. Alexander Cooper was, was probably the best choice that we heard. Uh, Actually, Pappy, movie too. Pappy was unanimous, and then we mm. <laughs> we all grab one of Pappy's limbs and run in opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd all slip off. <laughs> My greatest strength. Well, I don't know. I this is an interesting question. This is cool. I'm glad that you said someone picked me, right? Who was it? 
It was me, Stevie. <laughs> nice. You were my you, you were my secondary pick, only because you're you're thin. I mean, I said I wanted to then, challenge myself in front of God, and I said Corey be a fun fight. <laughs> well, I think especially since he's an atheist, so it'd be like proving you wrong <laughs> by killing. <laughs> All you. right, <laughs> Jesus, God. the ultimate well, way to win a debate: kill the other man where he stands. <laughs> This is it. Josh said he wouldn't pick you because you're crazy. Empirical truth. I said he he's scary and he's gotten in fights before. It's different. Didn't say he's crazy. Rewind Josh also called me weak and slow. The obvious. <laughs> and slippery and slippery and greasy. <laughs> Uncoordinated maybe would be an adjective I'd use. What? How would you even know that? Throw, throw me something right now. I'll he's seen enough. Ready. He's seen enough. <laughs> Uh, this is Corey Kylo Ren memes, not uh, Jacques Degree memes. Different guy, different asshole. Um, I don't know. I think Brett, right? So Brett is an interesting choice because Brett is packing. So like, if you're gonna try to fight Brett, like he's either gonna pull a gun, or you might get lucky and you can like pull a I'm gonna get you sucker, and he has like all these guns on him. <laughs> And he falls, and they like end up shooting him all over the place. Like I think that happens to um, uh, Chef from South Park. What's his name? Isaac Hayes. Okay. I think that happens to him. Yeah. And I'm gonna get you, sucker. It's like he's packing heat. He has guns everywhere, and he like slips on a bullet, and they just like start going off, and he's taken out of commission immediately. Yeah, but you're. I mean, I'll try not to take that as an insult. That you think I'd need to immediately go to guns if you're coming at me. Brett, let's be honest. You, you want to use them. You got them. <laughs> You're ready to go, man. You can't. I don't want to spend my life in prison, though, so. Kylo, we're talking about cutting around in the chapters and kind of figuring out that it's from these different point of views and how that works with the storytelling. And I just one quick point I wanted to throw out because I feel like there's a stretch of this movie where that's going really well especially kind of towards the beginning and middle of Adam Driver's part there's some really fun the funnest parts of this movie at least are in there Jesus Josh Corey did you ever even pick it's you Brett yes yeah Brett you said you would drop your guns and shoot yourself Stevie why did you ug me though I mean the middle of Adam Driver's parts you're Pretty like cool. Adam Driver is the funnest parts. It's like okay. No. Oh boy. The mid- I specifically <laughs> said the beginning and middle. Hey hey of it. hey hey! You said it, Josh. Hey hey hey. <laughs> it. I. Okay. I, I'll I'll say it since I, my hand is being forced. It literally falls apart with his rape scene. From his perspective, he rapes her. What is the movie saying here? It doesn't say anything. That's something that I was telling Stevie when we talked on the phone earlier. It's like. What is really even the point of having these different perspectives if it's, like, confirmed what he did was bad? Like, it's not even, like, from his point of view that it's defensible. Like, I don't even believe him later that he thinks he didn't rape her. Like, of course he did. Like, he he knows he did. Yeah. To some point. Completely does. Okay, I'm with you. I'm just going to play devil's advocate. Like, think about her recollection of when she runs up the stairs and his recollection. This is a really small part. I might be reading into it. In his recollection, she takes her shoes off. Like, that could mm-hmm. easily be seen as, like, she's being coy. He's well, chasing and- her around upstairs. 
and even when he flips her over on her stomach, in his version, she kind of turns herself over on the stomach. And the sounds are much differently. I think he convinces himself that he didn't do anything. When he bursts through the door, it's like the bed is like right there versus from her perspective. It's like she's, it's horrific. I mean, they're both horrific, but like from her perspective, she's like holding down the door, like trying to keep him out. You know, like it, yeah. The way the scene shot is totally different, but it's just, I don't know. Like, I think he even talks like himself into it. They even said, like, she's not even considered a real person. She's property. So, like, again, he rapes her. There's no doubt about it. I kept waiting for, it, like, her to come around, even though that still would be rape. But, like, there's subtle differences that between her her perspective and his that I think make for really good filmmaking. That's I think opinion. that's... Yeah. I think that's actually interesting. What what I don't like in this two and a half hour movie though is where like we have to see these other side quests that they're on. Um how do you say Matt Damon's in Carouge? Carouge? Carouge. Right? Carouge. Like there's this whole scene where he goes to Paris and like gets money. And I don't I have no idea what that adds to the narrative. Like, he has money now. But he why gets- do we have to see that from his perspective? Like one of the what things he's getting paid for the war he just fought in his mind he needs to provide for his wife even though he failed that war but when he's gone she's literally making making that skrilla because she's a better manager than him but in his mind he needs to get that money to take care of her but she doesn't really need him is his mom a bit of a money grubber from his perspective? She's, his she mom's sucks. a bitch. <laughs> she sucks yeah, so bad. She's awesome as a performance and a character. Oh, yeah. Though. No, I hate her guts. <laughs> one of the yeah, strongest sure. points. I think, like, Pappy just doesn't really understand that this dude needs to get paid, and that's important. He got to see get it. Paid. You don't like what seeing those, you don't like those stacks of gold? What were you saying, Corey, a second ago? You were saying something. Yeah, one of the things that we learn in that moment when he goes to pick up his fat stacks is that he is illiterate. We don't know that up until that point in the movie. And I know it's a very small Mm. thing, and maybe you don't need a whole scene like that to learn that one piece of information. So there's probably more, but that is one thing we learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a rube. Yeah, he's a real (laughs) dum-dum. Yeah. Have you guys talked about his hair yet? Has that already been covered? Theo Vaughn? <laughs> no, I was going to ask what was a better mullet. His, him <laughs> or Kevin Theo Costner. Vaughn. <laughs> well, I mean, it was the 80s. And in the 80s... <laughs> right. It was the 80s. <laughs> it was the 1380s. And it was very popular to have that kind of hair back then, you know? To have, like, the mullet. I think it was a very 80s thing. He looks like he has the sickest lifted truck. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He's definitely got testicles hanging off the back. Yeah. There's this one scene in the courtroom. It's from Adam Driver's perspective, that chapter, where he, like, the glove's on the floor, and he, like, whips his cape in front of it and, like, yeah. moonwalks. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Is it's so weird. But I, that's Steve, one of my points, Pap. I think yeah. their own perspectives point out that they're a douche. Like, I kind of came away oh, from 100%. Matt Damon's yeah. per own perspective thinking he's an asshole. Yeah, he's like a rage monster in his thing that gets, like, worked up over everything. In in her recollection, he's, like, way more cruel. Um, but, yeah, you definitely get... But, like, in his mind, he's being uh, kind of valiant. Exactly. And he's like a hero to himself, you know? It would require a full convening of the assembled parliamentary body of Paris, all 32 members of Your Majesty's Court. One of us has lied. 
Let us let God decide. Sir John, if you lose this duel, thus proving these accusations false, your wife would suffer dire consequences. God will spare those who tell the truth. And the truth will prevail. I am not afraid. Excellent. Why do we get a Matt Damon chapter? Why? Why not? Why four? Well, I, again, we're, like he's maybe the main character of this movie, but I think he sees himself as like a guy that's just trying to work hard and like get the things that he's owed. And from his perspective, right, like, for example, like the land that he was promised as part of the dowry, in his story, he was. He was just promised that. And then next thing you know, Adam Driver's like, check all this out. This is mine. Isn't that cool? And he's like, what the fuck? Isn't that cool? I was told this was going to be mine. <laughs> the fuck? There, I think you have to feel a little bit of sympathy in moments like that. But I think that's, I don't know. I think that's also kind of a problem because there's so much within each of the chapters that the story's trying to fit in like there's it takes place over years and years and years and we were talking about earlier Corey, like some of the cuts are kind of jarring between it um stevie what about the battle sequences themselves this is ridley scott he's done you know multiple historical epics at this point one more coming out this year i thought they were okay really muddy. i didn't love some Lots of the of cgi yeah what do you think from a from an action standpoint uh lots of wide shots uh lots of mud uh nothing kind of reinventing the wheel or anything and nothing outside of um uh, theo von saving adam driver that really pushed the story forward really i mean quite frankly i think we could have gotten aftermath of war scenes and nothing would have changed in the movie what about starting the movie with the last duel <laughs> I like and that. then going into the story? That's my biggest problem with the movie. Really? Yes. Is Elaborate. Um, if you're going to start with the last duel and you have a story like this, you have to finish the last duel in the very beginning if you're going to start with it. Like, we have to see Adam Driver be killed, stripped naked, dragged by horse, hung up, and then we have to start the story of what led to that. Why he's the bad guy. What do you end with then? Well, in a better story, something is said. You know, in this movie, nothing is really said. Um, like, this movie's mm. really not saying anything for three hours. And so, that's kind of the whole point of, like, going to a story and not ending on the battle is... The story will reveal itself of what actually happened. That's why I wish we would have gotten a chapter called The Truth. You kind of tried to do that, though, yeah, right? we do. The, the words fade away. Yeah. Except for the truth. Well, that, well, this movie has no balls then, because this movie needs to say something. Like, something had See, to have happened. I feel like it says something very explicitly, and it's like, like I said, the post-Me Too messaging, to the point... Listen, I'm I'm fine with like the, the the believing the women and like the the trials that she has to go through to come forward with this rape that happened to her. But it's like there's a whole sequence where she's a badass at like running the estate and like collection ta collecting taxes and all this shit. It's just like you know what? I got it. Like I get that Matt Damon's a rube. Like she's also the best lord that this whatever fiefdom has ever 
had? I, I, I don't know. Good morning, Henri. Good morning to you, my lady. Pregnancy seems to be going well. Yes, my lady. Uh, so why is she penned up? Before my master left, he had told me to do so. My husband knows much about horses. Riding them. The upbringing I leave to you. It would be better for the health of the mare to be roaming free. Then she shall roam free. Thank you, lady. Fucking I woke. Just, fucking woke bullshit. It's, I'm not even <laughs> saying that, but it's like, okay, I get it. I, I, like, I, I don't know. It's even get to the it? point where it's like, Matt Damon's too stupid to use horses to plow the field. It's like... Her motivation I, I really gets muddied and falls apart as like the duel gets close from her perspective. Like she goes from being like so adamant that she's gonna like proclaim this rape to the end in a drop of a hat, flips and is like, Fuck you fuck you, Matt Damon, for getting us into this shit. Like You just had to sue him, huh? When you f- <laughs> you find out you're gonna be burned alive, it might change your perspective. Really? She was willing to let him fight to the death. She didn't want him to fight to the death. She said that. And also, don't these people, like, wouldn't they literally believe that, like, a trial by combat would be intervened by God? Like, wouldn't she have faith they that he would do. win? Like, like uh, I don't know if she believes it, but they definitely do. But, like, why would, yeah, if, she, if she's telling the truth, which she is, like, why would she even That's a good point, question I, I see what you're that... Saying. In a medieval society. I mean, we're barely society. out of the dark ages. These people are idiots. Yeah. You'd be like, no, God is on your side. God is on our side. Like, well, I feel like th- there would be some confidence there. In a land where it's probably illegal to not be part of the church, I assume that's the case, right? There's probably some people that don't believe in it and just don't say so. And there's probably more than you might think, right? Not yeah. everyone is necessarily going to believe in this. They're just like, oh, yeah, I totally, God's got this, right? And they're like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do? yeah so she's also like the first reddit atheist as well as being the best it is woke no (laughs) yeah say the poorer people tended to believe more there's a difference between believing in god and thinking that he's gonna like come down and save you in a stupid ass fight in the mud like that's, I think now. I don't think then. I think you don't people, think like, people were thought, complex at all. He I totally said that you, think women can't have a baby if they don't have an orgasm. Which I'm guessing 99 percent of all the women pre 1900 have never knew what an orgasm was. That's just science. Bobby Knight was science. claiming that up through the 1990s. <laughs> so I don't. That tracks. <laughs> Josh, you mentioned Ben Affleck. Affleck. We haven't talked about him. I think he. That's exactly co-wrote, co-produced he co-wrote. this movie. Yeah, huh. with Matt Damon. What'd you think about his performance? In this a blonde, blonde Ben. He gave himself such a fun part, did he not? <laughs> well, he was supposed to be Adam Driver's role. Oh, interesting. Oh, he couldn't pull that off. But uh, no. Ridley Scott hired Adam Driver, I believe. So he said, "Yeah, that'll work." And then he was going to be Pierre instead. So real quick on that, Josh. Sorry, yeah. I don't let you talk about Ben Affleck. So like. 
Why is there this huge age gap between Corroge and the Gris? <laughs> like why? Like Gris. First of all, why? they're supposed to be They're really both old. squires. Matt Damon's 50 and Adam Driver's in his 30s. Like what? I can't unsee that. I know who they are. And yeah, you're, you're right. He's been married before, so they kind of establish he's a little older. A 50-year-old in this time, though, would be a senior citizen. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's more than senior citizen. That's retirement home. They'd be a walking corpse. Mm-hmm. You'd be the king from uh, Princess Bride. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Go ahead. <laughs> ben Affleck. No, he, he's got a good character because I think he goes from being kind of this mysterious hand of power who's fucking over Matt Damon. That's like the first kind of glimpse we get of him. And then we get this kind of like real side of him and he's funny and he thinks Matt Damon is an asshole and a prude, which he is. But then what I think the movie does a really good job of is you kind of start to think he's not that great either. Really slowly. Because I think he takes his hedonism a few steps too far. And I think it's, I think he's a well-written character. He's one of the bright points of this movie for me, Pat. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. 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 A couple of those sex games are pretty insane. Take your pants off. Like, they're just, they're just going at it. Just a night with the boys. (laughs) Um, there are a couple other scenes that I want to talk about specifically to Brett. I, one that I thought, and you're mentioning this, like the subtle differences between them. Um, they go to like this birthday party of some other uh, lord in the area. Do you remember anything, uh, any differences between the different perspectives? This is one of the scenes where we see all three characters' perspective. Yeah. Um, so the first one, Matt Damon's character's got a lot of faults in this movie. One of them is he seems to be for someone who's like jealous, extremely jealous. He's not very, um, uh, observant of what's going on. Like in both the other two chapters, like it's almost like an open mouth kiss, but when, uh, they, the two people meet, but like in his, it's like the really quick peck. Um, he doesn't notice what's going on around with, uh, her and Adam driver, like with Adam driver, in his mind, he's seeing her, like, give him the signal, like, the goo-goo eyes. And, like, he's like, oh, my God, she's so into me, which might help explain later why he thinks that she's into him. Uh, again, it doesn't explain or away what he did. but And then for her, it's like she's kind of sucking up to him to try to give her husband more favor. So they're all very similar there's not a lot of big differences in I, mean, I could be missing something but Legree Carouge let there be no ill will among the servants of the king he needs us all right now here here well spoken old friend Marguerite come give our old friend a kiss and show the good faith of the house Carouge Carouge Agree. Hawks. Well done. Well done all. Let there be no ill will among the servants of our king. His majesty needs us all right now. Here, here. Well spoken. Marguerite, come. Give my old friend a kiss. Show him the good faith of the house Carouge.
Agree. Parks, well done. Well done, Let there be no ill will between servants of our king. Marguerite, come. Give my old friend a kiss. Show him the good faith of the house Carouche. There's also who like the in three of the different chapters who says let there be no ill will between servants of the king said by th- three different characters right love that it's yeah. it's it's either from the person whose perspective it is or in the case of marguerite it's just like this third party person dude just the off i the love side. him by the way i love that actor um pax he's awesome in equalizer crespin yeah. pax mm-hmm. i i like to think of this scene you could make a different movie where this is happening in a frat house and two guys are like looking at each other and the whole room quiets down and they approach each other as if to fight. And then they're like, bro, Eskimo brothers, we got this. Patty Mayonnaise brothers. (laughs) Ew. Oh, God. Jesus. The fuck does that mean? (laughs) You know what what it means. No. What would that movie be called? The last flip cup game? (laughs) Well, this is... This is interesting, Steve, because on the phone, same phone call I referenced earlier, you mentioned, why does this film take place in the Middle Ages? Blows my and mind. Like, Blows my mind. Obviously, it's based on a story that was then adapted into a nonfiction book in the early part of this century. But you could tell effectively the same story. In corporate America. In any time period. This, I, Give me the Stevie pitch. Yeah. I thought this movie should have been set in a corporate setting. I think it works way better, um, way less mud, more room for, I guess, like jokes to actually land. And I think people could, you know, probably express a little more, you know, pull off a little bit better acting than what we got, especially on Matt Damon's part. I know he was playing an idiotic rube, but like <laughs> rube, <laughs> I thought Ben Affleck and. Uh, Adam Driver acted circles around him, unfortunately. Uh, same with the actress. What's her name? Jody um, Comer. 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 I thought she did really well too. Um, I just I thought this movie could have been set like in either Silicon Valley or a Wall Street setting. Could have told the exact same story, and it would have been much more enjoyable. You know who I loved performance wise was the King. Dude, that kid's face yeah. has got like funny. like. Shithead royalty. What if it goes like a brick direction, Stevie? And it's like Captain C is like captain of the fucking football or soccer team or something. Sounds cool. I mean, it wouldn't bother me any. I just. <laughs> but it would. But it would still be about rape in any of these cases. I see. I, mean, I would. Get, I would get rid of that. I would. I would get rid of the rape part. Um, so, yeah. Just make a whole new movie. Make up a different I, uh, crime. A new, Just a make different up a whole crime. new movie. Brett, why are you so offended by it? This is based on a true story. It's the story. You can't just hide from things that happen in real life because they make you uncomfortable. <laughs> These things happen. The Patriot did. You gave that a yes. Yeah, but it's also boring. So it's like, <laughs> just do something else. <laughs> what do you mean, Mikey? Like, what, what This movie's boring. boring. This is so long uh, to get the same... There, not the same three perspectives, but like they're so slight in some of these scenes that it's like we're really just watching three identical scenes here 
that are the same three times throughout this very long movie. And I don't know, I guess like just make it a different, make it about the land thing. Like make it about like how they all interpreted this land deal going between them and set it in like, I don't know. If I see horses and swords, I want to see that shit throughout the entire movie. I don't want to see people talking. I want to see people fighting. It's just like mm. so hard to get through that aesthetic with just like people standing around talking about bullshit <laughs> for two hours. Why not have them have a Reddit? Why not have a, have a Reddit duel or a text message fight? Brett's comment section. <laughs> Come on, guys. I, think, I don't even know what Brett's talking about. Here's <laughs> that the, sounds here's awful. The I would like to hear more about Brett's point here because I, I feel like he, he started to like sink his... I'm actually kind of with Brett on this point. I, the story is the story. Like... I, got, I don't. I have a fix for it. I I get your point, Brett. But what if when they shut the door, for or or he breaks into the room, whatever version it is, what if it just cuts there both times? Yes. But that's okay. That's ambiguity. I don't. Yeah. It might be saying something then, because then, and you get rid of the whole the truth extra fade out from her. Why can't she be a complex character? with like gray in her story too. And then you have an interesting movie that has the option to say something. My honest thought is, I think you're right. I think that's a better movie and a better story. I don't feel like they felt like they could have done that at the time this movie came out. You're making this like a year after like Harvey Weinstein shit at the fan. Like you can't be like, maybe she's making up a rape story in that environment, in that town when this is happening. Like, I just, I don't think you're wrong. I just don't think they could have done that, even if they wanted. Make a different movie. <laughs> no, because he fucking made that Robin Hood movie, and he made Prometheus, <laughs> which fucked that movie. I know and nobody liked, liked him. He made Alien Covenant. And, and this man hates us. He hates all of us. Yep. Mm. I hate millennials. <laughs> I'm not saying don't tell this story. I'm just saying, did you have to make a two and a half hour movie about it? Like, if you're going to have swords and shields, do swords and shields. You got the whole budget for this stuff. You're doing, you're doing five seconds of a fight and then you're cutting away and we're in a new scene. It's like, we want to see fights. That's what we're here for. Stevie, hmm. you, can, you can't tell me that when he's fighting the Scots and all the arrows are coming out and he's like, why won't anybody fight me? I like that part. That you, that Why, do Why do they run? Why do they run? Corey, I want to ask you, I know we're getting kind of broad on like, should this movie have been made? But like specifically, would it have been a better movie if the rape was ambiguous on whether it happened or not? Uh, maybe. I, I like that idea. I never really thought about it, but I should have because it did strike me as odd that even in Adam Driver's version, the man is guilty. <laughs> So it's like, ridiculous. For sure. It's the yeah. weirdest part. Maybe they're not being fair to him, right? A guy that proclaimed his innocence to the death. Unless there is any truth to like what he said to the Pierre character, which is Ben Affleck. I don't know how like how well documented this could possibly be. I got something. I got something for you. I was gonna jump in. Can mm. I jump in, Pat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, I actually agree with that. It is very unfair to uh what's his Legree? Because the there is there is not Look a lot, it. there is not a lot of uh, 
uh, writings about that, what actually happened in the case. And it was, since it is so like underreported, it is kind of unfair to Adam Driver's character. But I will say that the lawyer who his name is like literally the cock. Um, I like that actor too, but he's such a douchebag in this movie. He actually wrote in his journal that he kind of leaned that he uh, did not believe Adam Driver's character, but he also really had no way of knowing. So that's literally all that we know about it is that the lawyer thought that he didn't really necessarily buy what Adam Driver said, but that he was just guessing. So it is kind of unfair. Like if the Grease ancient family comes out and is like, that's really unfair. I would actually get that. I think my problem is after we see Adam Driver's perspective, it's like, okay, well, what do we need the last third of the movie for? Yeah. Let's just get straight to the fight. Yeah. We know he did it. Yeah. I just, I mean, I would have had to have believed that this happened, right? For, I'm talking about like from a historical perspective. For someone. For sure. Yeah. For for everything that she has to lose. Like what's what's this manner of her death? She's like then burned. It only takes that line from the priest to drive that home. You don't need to show dose rape scenes. I am honestly sorry I'm saying that word because I know it's a trigger to some people and it bothers me that the movie it's it's tough to even like but that makes it hard to like watch this movie too because they show that explicitly multiple times. So the one thing I'll say I I remember seeing like posters and trailers for the the last duel. I obviously didn't see it in theaters because fucking no one did, but I did not think it was going to be like this. I didn't see this coming at I all. I didn't know this is what this movie was about at all. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Um, Josh, what about the last duel itself? Um, Class did you like excellence. the battle? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit what happened. Also, <laughs> apparently, very his like quote unquote historically accurate based on accounts of the time, like down to the injuries, down to the haircut. I hope. Josh, yeah. <laughs> in your answer, please compare it to uh, a kid in King Arthur's court. You may proceed. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I will set this up a little bit, but I do kind of feel like Kylo sometimes is our George R. R. Martin of fight scenes. Um, I love kind of some of the details he chooses to go into, so I would like to pass it to you, Kylo, in a second if I can. But basically, what I like about this fight is even just the setup because the horses like it I'm like trusting Ridley Scott and feel like I'm in really good hands here in that he's like teaching us about the the sport of a duel and maybe it's bullshit but like the horses are all unsteady they race at each other Matt Damon kind of even starts like Jerry Seinfeld he gets a false start the first three or four jousts, they're just like hitting each other. Their jousts are kind of breaking apart. It seems like a good, even battle, high intensity. I'm I'm loving everything here, but like... One of the Lance boys gets like squished oh, against dude. a wall. Does he <laughs> that break his brutal. ACL or does he break his neck? I couldn't he breaks done. his fucking spine. Okay. He's twisted in spines. <laughs> Was it like a DNA strand? The crowd's like, oh, but anyway, the main fight. <laughs> and I love that. But I think it, once they're both dismounted, I think Matt Damon 
is like hurt more like adam driver jousts better but then with kind of a lucky shot adam driver falls off the horse and then it's like really on it's on and cracking yo first of all way better than a kid in king arthur's court so a lot of people nah a lot of people probably go into this movie like wondering where it stands against a kid in king arthur's court in terms of joust fighting this one's better do you agree pappy I wish they would have said, this is how it happens in the movies at some point. That really would have <laughs> yeah. you know, grounded the scene. But Or if they said, like, we can make Paris great again, you know, in true Belasco fashion. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think about Knight's Tale? Oh, Knight's Tale. Knight's Tale has Knight's some great Tale, jousting. That's, mm. that's a great movie. We should do that one sometime. That is a great movie. I think the cool thing about this fight is how brutal it is. But also, it's kind of like weird to say that, knowing that historically this fight was as brutal or maybe almost as brutal as we see in the movie. I, I imagine there's some liberties taken to some degree, maybe with like blood splatter and just, you know, the little bits How of long gore. It took. But uh, it's really great to see these two guys just go at it in this like extremely physical, visceral way. And then seeing Adam Driver with the sword. It's real like Kylo Ren energy. Because I've always said that Mm -hmm. Kylo Ren is like his fighting style in Star Wars is really cool in that it's like a medieval knight. It's a lot of like heavy swings, Mm -hmm. like big lunges, and not like the kind of finesse you see in some of the more like ninja style Star Wars lightsaber users. In the old style. Yeah. It's very like... um, it's very power driven and that's what you see here like really power driven swings and just like the pain of it i feel like you can feel the pain of it sometimes and particularly when matt damon gets like a broken stick just like jabbed in his leg and the blood just kind of squirts out it's like you almost feel that like you put yourself in his shoes and you think god damn now i gotta like have this fight while limping with one of my like major muscle groups uh, completely like torn. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, I didn't read any of the history until after I saw the movie, but like watching the movie, I'm like, well, yeah, Matt De- Damon should kick the shit out of this guy. Like he has been but, out in the field fighting all this but time. But watch him, that's what I liked about this. Like this really shouldn't have been a fair fight, but they've kind of been setting up the whole time. Him at the beginning, he is a bull. He charges forward he should he I think he's actually a way better fighter, at least a ground fighter than Adam Driver, but watch him. He's got no strategy. He's just just melee, just mm-hmm. like That's I mean, who he, he is though. He's he could brash. I think he could he's, easily yeah. beat him, but he is like so angry and so mad. He's a rube. That's how a rube fights. That's how a pappy fights out there. We're scrappy. Well, it's almost like part of his superpower in combat is that like he kind of has no fear, right? He's just yeah. like Ready to go. Mm-hmm. Can I do a rewind, Stevie? Question. Yeah. Give a rewind. I would be willing to guess, Stevie, that you do like that scene where they're on that ridge with the creek, and they're like being beheading tempted. the women. Yes, not because of the beheadings, but because of the movie making. That's pretty cool, and I thought the two perspectives we got on it are really good, and that way that like they save each other's life really plays into, I think, like this final scene we're talking about. No, I mean, I don't mind the creek scene, really. I don't mind the two perspectives either of, you know, Carouge being an idiot 
and you know getting the different Adam Driver perspective is pretty cool. What I think just still bothers me about this movie is just uh, is really just the idea of that's why I kind of compare this movie to being made like in two thousand five. Is we start on the last duel, and then right when we get into the meat and bones of them meeting on the horse, we start the story. It's like, I mean, I like, I mean, I really like the fighting. Uh, at the end of this movie, I thought it was fine, especially with the close-up shots. And you guys talked about like feeling the actual pain and the weight of things. The fatality is pretty cool. Yeah. Like the. Oh yeah, super yeah. cool. I just, I just wish we got that at the very beginning of the movie, and then you can tell a story. And the naked body. That's the money shot up front. Is that how you watch your porn? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I. They massacred our boy, Kylo. <laughs> they shoved a nail through his foot, stabbed a knife in his mouth, and hung him upside down naked. It's terrible. He's the Christ-like character. No, he's not. <laughs> definitely Stevie. <laughs> no, Stevie, but they were definitely going for Jesus imagery. Wouldn't you say so? I mean, it they're was like, France. They're literally, they're literally casting his clothes for lots. He's got his arms out wide. They're yeah. dragging him by the feet. I'm just saying. I don't know if that's what... I feel like that's what he was going for. Are we supposed to read in that he was falsely... Did nothing wrong? <laughs> I don't think that at all. Free Legree did nothing wrong. Free Legree. Free Rivers to Legree. <laughs> <laughs> oh god stop when you saw the creek scene stevie did tell me you didn't immediately think of dave Chappelle jumping from one side i'm on this side i'm on this side on the from, east side of the mississippi i'm on the yeah. west side well yeah whatever it is in the uh, robin hood men and tights yeah uh actually you're right part of me did think of that um can i say something though yeah is there a main character in this movie I Margarine. thought it was Matt Damon, but I guess it's almost her. The truth. <laughs> Is the truth there, right? the main character? I mean, if it if it's Matt Damon, he's like top ten worst characters, of, like main characters of all time. Yeah. I he, I wouldn't say he's the main <laughs> character. I feel like even in that final thought, the only real reason that I'm rooting for Matt Damon is like, well, I don't want her to get burned. You know, would have like, been pretty cool though. Well, and Adam Driver is a rapist. I mean, that should have been up there too. His character, well, right? His character. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Not. Yeah. Not Adam Driver. Yeah. Wanting, like Matt Damon to win versus I hope they both kind of kill each other in this fight. I actually thought they that... were going to, or that Adam Driver's character is going to win and she was going to find a way to sneak a weapon in there and kill herself. But... Why didn't they give her one reason to actually like Matt Damon? One. Protective. He's not a main character. Uh, yeah, that's what I didn't understand about the last chapter. Is it supposed to be a gray area whether like she wants Matt Damon to die in this duel? Like he forces it... her to have sex like against her will as well. Like it's yeah. It's, like it's, I mean, at the time, it's time time accurate, but yes, that's that's pretty brutal. But he, that's yeah. After I think that's he what hears about for. the rape, he goes, "How could he do this to me?" it wasn't a crime that's like kind of the whole point is the woman doesn't have rights yeah. it's his I property think that's, yeah that's what they're going for is like man it would yeah it would suck ass to be a woman back then like it'd be the worst but then i hate that it gives you this fucking happy ending bullshit with like the credits afterwards yeah. where it's like in, in reality is they went on happy? to have like more children yeah, together they had, th- they had three kids they like it 
they had more kids. They lived together. He lived for like another 10 years. It's like the movie has you believe that it's like, oh, he died a few years later than she lived peacefully doing what she loved running this estate with her son. It's just like, well, that's not very true to the reality of the situation. It's still, after the last duel, it still sucked to be a woman in the Middle Ages. It sucked to be a lot of people in the Middle Ages. I, I don't know. I, I, the, the, the closing title thing really fucking bothered me, actually. You know who it sucked to be? The guy that has to hand the uh, jousting stick <laughs> to, <laughs> to Matt Damon. Because, yeah, you're fucked, man. Sick is their, called their second. Just get kicked in the head. So you said you don't like uh, Matt Damon in this movie. Uh, you know, Jean Carew. I will say this. He's got a look that he pulls that I think is pretty solid. It's like the... Oh, yeah. It's like... Scarred up. Indignant blue steel. It's like a face oh, yeah. he puts on. <laughs> he's always he's always angry. <laughs> I like it when he comes back from war the fifth time. That's a good look. Mm. Number five was the winner, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of looks, Josh, I wanted to ask you this. I didn't even like really catch this till like re- recently, like rewatching it. Um, but even in this last duel, this whole movie is so fucking like gray and has like a weird like color tone to it you know what i mean it's like a very gray evil filter brown movie well it's just it's very different than what you would think of like a medieval movie like the the heraldry like there's not bright colors there's not bright shields and all this shit like do you you wish it were shot in mexico you want the mexico filter saw what do you think i I wish (laughs) what do you think about the look josh piss filter uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, the look had me. I don't think I thought too much mm. of it. I felt like uh, it felt like of time period or something. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I don't have something too interesting to say, but I thought maybe that's something that really Scott really pulled off the look, motion, just framing of everything, like everything above the the line that you see or what or below the line whatever it is costumes great framing sound cinematography coloring i thought it was pretty fucking spot on pap yeah same same i thought it looked really good you know i mean it's it's so great it's what i would expect maybe from a medieval historical drama but i expect it to me I, i wouldn't have thought about that really unless i was going to do a podcast on this movie because that's when i kind of start like looking into things a little bit deeper but i I think it fit right in with what i anticipated when i saw this movie in theaters in 2021 oh you saw this in theater yeah yeah and he still hates me for some reason man (laughs) it sucks being a millennial paying money to go see his movie and then (laughs) the movie flops and he talks shit about you it hurts man (laughs) You actually like Kylo Ren? Yes, I am one. Yeah, but we, the younger millennials suck. No offense. Oh, the the fake 90s kids? (laughs) Corey, I was going to ask you, I asked Stevie at the top of the podcast, and maybe this can transition into final thoughts, but just Ridley Scott as a filmmaker, I I, I ask you because I know you're you're a, a true movie buff. You've seen a ton of movies. How do you feel about him just grinding out movies for his career. I don't think the man's going to stop until he dies. 
Like, oh, there's a few people that are going to keep going, man. You know, there's like a, only a handful of auteurs out there. We talked about this semi-recently, but I, I'm, I'm glad the man's doing his thing. Occasionally, I think he, he gets a gem in there. But I think people forget that he makes a lot of bullshit. I'm never going to forgive him for Alien Covenant. Like, that was a fucking waste of time movie. <laughs> we were talking oh, earlier. The, like the people that. all liked it. I did not. Who liked it? it? Who here liked it? Stevie did. I did. Oh my god, dude! I like all, I like all the aliens. <laughs> yeah, gross. I haven't seen them what all. About Prometheus. So you know, I'm only comparing them when I see an alien movie, really, to the first two because I haven't seen three or four, which three sucks. They have their own weird fandoms, but we can even set those aside. You know, there's other movies that he's seen that I just don't give a fuck about. American Gangster. Does anyone remember that movie? Right. I remember wanting to see it, and I literally never saw With Denzel it. Denzel Washington. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never saw that. But you know, there's Frank Frank Lucas. There's Gladiator. The man made Gladiator. It's like Michael Jackson, right? He made Thriller. Come on, come on. He made you know. You gotta <laughs> give him a little bit of slack, maybe. Yeah. Kylo, before he you got missed one hundred percent of the shots, you don't take. Before he got on the pot, I literally said he made Gladiator. That forgives a lot of sins. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I, the counselor again. One of the worst movies, definitely the worst Patreon. Oh my god, pick the counselor! Counselor needs medicine. <laughs> we obviously did, didn't cover a lot. Any final thoughts that you guys had? Anything I missed? I'll double check my notes. Absolutely. Final thoughts. I got some, man. I, I don't know if you guys yeah. like have anticipated this, but my final thoughts are about Star Wars. <laughs> there are some Star Wars, Star Wars actors in yeah. this fucking movie, man. Adam Driver, right? Plays Kylo Ren. He plays me pretty accurately, I'd say. Uh, Jodie oh, yeah. Comer, who's Marguerite. What the fuck? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Pretty accurately, I'd say. She's the mom, right, Kylo? <laughs> yeah, she is Ray's mom in Happy's <laughs> favorite Star Wars movie, Rise of mm-hmm. the Skywalker, as you call it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also the mom, who's Matt Damon's mom. Her name's Harriet Walter. Yeah, she, Walter. She's also in The Force Awakens, so she's in. She's with Adam Driver in that movie, although they don't share any scenes because she's in the Rebel base. She's the, she's the Chewy Doctor, right? Isn't yes. That she? She's a very yeah. Chewy Doctor. Also, King Charles VI in this movie. The guy you said that was making all the funny faces, looking around, confused. Maybe slightly amused more than confused, I'd say. Andor, huh? He's in Andor. He's the guy that writes the manifesto, Stevie and Mikey. Yeah! Mm-hmm. So. I thought he looked familiar. Lots of Star Wars people in here. Love it for that. Mm-hmm. Bruce Bolton from Josh's favorite show, Game of Thrones in here as well um any other final thoughts also we got Celeborn um from Lord of the Rings 1 and 3 he's the guy like Crespin who says Pax he's uh Galadriel's husband Mm -hmm. and he's the bad guy in the Equalizer so oh Galadriel's husband (laughs) yeah didn't we talk a lot of shit about that guy when we did the Lord of the Rings episodes we're like 
think we said something about his like minimal role. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's good otherwise. But yeah, sorry. Um, I don't believe there are any big deaths, so we can. Huge bummer. I yeah, don't... no one died. Yeah, like... bummed. Oh man. <laughs> can I say it's something? A very giveaway. Yeah. Does the Middle Ages aesthetic drive anybody else nuts? I kind of love it. No, Does the sun it. never fucking shine during like this time South period? Bend. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Why is it so gray? Drives is... me insane. In You're Western Europe, me... yeah, the sun barely ever. It's always... For right. years. True. For years, the sun has never shined. I mean, that's just the weather over there. It's pretty gray. It's not exactly South Haven. I don't know. It's lazy filmmaking is what it is. It's lazy to me, but I mean, the sun has to shine at some point. Other than that, I have no other final thoughts. What what scene shall the sun have shineth upon us? <laughs> Josh, stop. It's shining at the very end, I think. That is the yeah, only time, is. I think. Yeah. Oh, yay. <laughs> Well, you asked for one. <laughs> On the little boy? The good guy's won. The sun can shine now. <laughs> yeah. We've had dark clouds hanging over us because of what happened. But now, since it's gone, the sun can shine. You get it? You get it? Upper Normandy benefits from 1,700 hours of sunshine a year. <laughs> that seems like a lot. Like, seems like a fair amount. You know what's funny, Stevie? You talking about that, that sun shining at the very end? Like, does Ridley Scott have to, like, tell people that? Like, at the very end, the sun is finally shining. Did he He's have an to, Artura, man. Did he have to He's got to throw it in there. He had to tell someone that? The editors were like, fuck! <laughs> apply a gray filter to the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. He did the same thing for Robin Hood. That movie was completely gray. Uh, what about the accents? Just not going to do the French accents for anybody? <laughs> I think Brett said it pretty well early pod. They all had English accents, but the English people were more Englishy accents or something. Yeah, like I didn't that. know if they were like the English just occupying France or what was going on here, but it's just French people. Well, accents, first of all, accents have changed a lot over time. But I, they wouldn't be speaking English, though, if they were French. You would at least they would What's that called, put right? on an accent just to not sound British. That's called something in movies, right? It's like under something understanding. Kayfabe? Oh, that's wrestling. Kayfabe, this isn't a wrestling movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't wish it was. <laughs> Stevie, what about the Latin? Been a lot cooler. You've, you've said before that Latin freaks you out. Did uh, Adam Driver reading Latin? No, it was very soothing. It was very I've soothing. Take, I've actually taken Latin. Was it accurate, Brett? How do you say this is spoilers in Latin? Ooh. Uh, I can tell you how to say Hail Mary. <laughs> that's useful. <laughs> It is for me. If I'm dying, I'm going to be saying the Hail Mary in Latin, not this is spoilers, God. Well, me, my final words will be this is spoilers, and you can count on that. Love yeah. it. As I'm cast down to hell. Was Ben Affleck even doing an accent? Or was he just Boston he Ben? He was having fun. Dude, he has some pretty ridiculous lines. Like at one point, he's like, the gold or the sandals? Like he's talking about his shoes. Like, that was funny. He's just a goofball in this movie.
All right, we'll run it back east is to east is bright. Go ahead and go first. Okay, so I am going to give this a yes. I actually enjoyed this movie. I like the dialogue. I'm going to bring up a point, and please know that I'm just talking about the filmmaking aspect and not... Okay, so that's all understood, right? <laughs> I mentioned... I feel like this is going to be rough. I feel like this is going to be like the last clip this. duel. No, 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 clip no, no, this it's, for the TikTok. It's not. It's <laughs> all right, not. we're ready. It's, it's actually something I teased before um, with the, about the subtitles. So, uh, yes, both of the R asterisk P-E scenes were hard to watch, for sure. I did like the subtle differences in them, and the one that you only really picked up on, maybe if you watch the subtitles, which I know Pappy's a subtitle guy, I'm a subtitle guy, Stevie is, so in his recollection of the story, the subtitles on the bottom, the noises she's making are, while she's definitely screaming and yelling, they are a little more pleasurable. On the bottom, it says like moans and like another word that's like that where it's a little more comes again pleasure sounding than <laughs> yes. But on hers on the bottom, it said like shrieking and I I just thought that little subtle thing was why what makes him such a good filmmaker. Obviously, he it isn't one of his best films, but um. I did like that aspect. Yes, if we're going to watch the same story three times, I need a reason why. And like I said earlier with the shoes, she takes off her shoes. Like it's almost like a little game to her in his recollection. But in, in hers, she trips going up the stairs because she's freaking terrified. I like that bit of filmmaking. But yes, it was definitely tough to watch. Um, so I'm going to give this a, a definitely a yes. It's probably not a movie I'd want to watch again. Um, I mean, we got to see some, had to see, I don't know, Adam Driver stunt double hanging dong upside down. Plus, I mean, what was a more awkward mount? Him trying to get on his horse or the horse trying to mount the other horse? Yikes. Um, you get it? He's got like yeah, a big saddle ready to get the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was crazy. So yes, uh, I I know not everyone else is gonna give a yes, and I, I'm okay with that. Uh I, I no skin off my back. So yes. Thank you for being a patron. Uh Mr. Swole. Rock hard. Mr. Swole, patron. yes. Thank you, Mr. Could Swole. Could that be two more drastically different picks that you provided us Afro Samurai <laughs> and The Last Duel like to- totally different pieces of media I love it's it though um, yeah just once again thank you I can't believe we have rock hard Patreons we made that here we're like well no one's gonna do this we'll just put it out there just to see so seriously thank you Paul Swole uh, appreciate it um, I'm gonna give it a soft yes I was really into the movie I'm kind of like picking up what Josh is putting down. I was actually really into the movie until we see Adam Driver, Driver's perspective. And then the movie's intrigue lost a lot for me there. Cause it's like, Oh, he did actually commit this crime. Like, like there's really not even that much else to think about in terms of the, the movie. I think other than the gray filter, the below the line stuff. Awesome. The shot of the castle. Really good. I fucking love Adam Driver. Nishawaka zone. Always good to see him. Um, you know, it's fine. 
it's an interesting concept in terms of Ridley Scott, you know, good shooters keep shooting, I guess. Like he made alien and 25 years later or some shit like that. He made gladiator. So who's to say that he's not going to make another like all time classic movie. Yeah, he makes a lot of shit. And yeah, he seems like a little pretentious. <laughs> he seems like he can be kind of an asshole in interviews, but you the never counselor know. Two. Yeah, counselor 2. Yeah, counselor 2, gladiator now. 2. <laughs> never not in a scarf. Um, yeah, mostly again, th- thank you, Paul. Soft yes. I will never watch this movie again. I watched it twice for spoilers. I don't want to see that scene another two times. I already saw it four times. You're approaching double digits. Me. I'm good. Uh, Josh. Hello, it's Josh from Goshen. I can't believe Ridley Scott's done this. That's my best French <laughs> accent. What do you guys think? That was French? Not that was British. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I'm uh, less British than some of those guys. So I'm French. Okay. Yeah. There it you works. <laughs> You're right. Um, Pap, that's kind of... Yeah, once <laughs> Adam Driver rapes her from her his own perspective i don't understand what the movie is doing after that except trying to build suspense all that said it's a soft yes anyway still so good because adam driver's in it and the battle scenes are good and i don't mind the gray at all there's so much blood and like cool deaths adam driver's sword through the throat soft yes josh from goshen (laughs) stevie uh First, I want to say thanks, Paul, for being an awesome contributor to this podcast. That is awesome, awesome, especially at the level that you're at. Um, I want to say thank you for picking this movie. Um, I always love the opportunity to watch movies. Um, I'll keep this short and sweet. <laughs> I love Mishawaka's own Adam Driver. I will watch that man shit on a toilet for two hours if it means I can support him in any way. Um, but A Knight's Tale exists. And um, that's about it. I'm going to give this a no. Mike. Uh, thanks, Paul, for the movie. Uh, we appreciate your support. Um, I think it's an interesting concept for a movie. Just the wrong subject matter. Uh, I don't care. You can make a movie about the R word. Uh, make it the central focus about this situation i don't care make a movie about anything i've seen all the saws i've seen a bunch of fucked up movies i don't care make a movie about anything it's just this was the wrong subject to do this about i don't think it fits with what the uh format of this movie is is uh shooting for to see it from three different perspectives when like once we see the second perspective it's kind of uh null and void about what else is happening in this movie uh so, I think uh, it's a well-made movie. Uh, I like the way it looks. I don't think it looks bad. Uh, I don't mind the gray. Um, I think the very minimal scenes we get of fighting looks great. Uh, and I honestly, like, it's weird when I got to say, like, I wish there was more Ben Affleck because <laughs> I thought he was a great part of the movie. Uh thought he was certainly more interesting to watch than matt damon in this but i'll just say the softest if i'm taking one step to my right or one step to my left it's either or and it's like 
I guess I'll just go a, the softest of yes. That like I got through the movie and I wasn't totally bored by it because the the concept had me intrigued the entire time, seeing the different perspectives. But uh, I just if something else at the core of this movie was like the central focus, like maybe they killed someone and it was from three different perspectives like i don't know like maybe like a argument in an alley or something and something happened just like anything else would have been much more intriguing to me but it's a really well-made movie so it's just the softest of yes i'm never gonna watch it again though mm-hmm. uh it's just so long Pat. so not worth it are you done sorry mike my bad yeah i'm done now do we I think they would have had to change some things, but wouldn't it have made more sense from like, cause I I agree with all of you guys that it's like, cause I wasn't sure what we were going to see during Adam drivers. Sorry. This is a final, final thought during chapter two. I thought maybe that she was like going to seduce him maybe. And, you know, try to get him in trouble. But yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. And I just don't, Unfortunately, I don't think you can do the ambiguity with this story, given what the nature of the story is. Yeah. It, it just would not play. But last but not least, we've actually come down relatively positive. Some soft yeses, oh, one sorry. no. I thought you were done. My bad. I thought we were done. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. Corey. So glad you could make it, Corey. Sorry, Corey. We were all worried, actually, for a second. But uh, what say you? Thanks. I did survive. Uh, this is Corey, also known as uh, Jacques Legree Memes. Nice. <laughs> I did say Kylo Ren didn't do it, but you know, regarding Jacques Degree, God has spoken. So that matter is settled, I think, right? I did like this movie. I liked it when I saw it in theaters. I liked it a little bit less this time around because for me, this is a good, like, late night, 10 o'clock showing solo theater visit movie and that was my exact experience with this movie a movie like this i really need my undivided attention and almost the only way to get that is in a movie theater setting i get distracted really easily i want snacks you know i go on my phone i pause the movie and go on my phone mind you but these are things that are a me problem when i'm in a theater my investment level is totally different and my investment level was Perfect for this movie, and again, great late night solo movie. Don't have anything to do after, no time crunch issue. My favorite things about this movie are some of the things you guys complained about, specifically the narrative structure. I think it's a really cool idea, what they're doing here. Now, is it executed perfectly? No, I don't think so. But there are little things that are great about it, I think. For example, Matt Damon... He goes to confront uh, Adam Driver and Ben Affleck when they're uh, celebrating and having a meal. And he walks up to them and it cuts and it cuts to him talking to his wife about it. And he is retelling this story like, I, you know, I handled myself well. I kind of like <laughs> I stood up and I said my piece and I, I felt like, you know, my grievances were aired in front of everybody. But then when it shows what actually happens later. He was just like a little bitch about it, which is yeah. it's kind of funny. But I like what it's doing there because it's kind of getting me on his side. And I think that's what it's trying to do, right? His perspective is um, 
maybe he leaves out some details, I think is the point there. But when we see the other side, it's like, wow, this guy just came up like a raging lunatic, just like spitting vitriol at us. And I think those components are really cool for a movie, right? I think it, it's cool when a movie does something a little bit different like this. Maybe that's why I love Christopher Nolan so much is because he'll do things like this in a bigger way, execute them better, certainly, you know, with the time shifting, different perspectives, whatever Christopher nolan tricks you can think of. I do love Adam Driver. I think Matt Damon is pretty good in this movie. Ben Affleck is a, a weirdo. And I, I don't know, it's like almost like he's playing old school Ben Affleck. Like he's, he's Mallrats Ben Affleck once again. And it's, it's, cool, it's cool to see that, right? <laughs> I... Just fucking wenches with his bros. <laughs> Just like in Mallrats. Sometimes Ben Affleck, I think, <laughs> takes himself a little bit too seriously and is like trying to do these big passion projects like the accountant and stuff. And to me, they just always seem weird and he seems weird in them. But anyway, that's the total aside. I'm going to give this movie a yes. I think it's, it's pretty good, but side note for swole who I love, by the way, swole, you're super cool. I'm going to say something that the other guys don't want to say to you. And that is that this might not be the best choice for a spoilers podcast episode, this movie pick. Nothing against you. I'm glad we did this. <laughs> what do you mean? We had fun. The- but it's it's a little too like right in the middle, I think, for something like us to cover. I think we need a little bit more more He knew exactly what more he was meat doing. on the bone, <laughs> you know? And it can be in either direction. I'm gonna leave it at that. I was uh stressing how this conversation was gonna go i'm like well you know it's usually just a nice fun light-hearted evening with the boys let's talk about uh the, the last duel uh, and it's multiple rape scenes that that'll be a good night but i think we i think we did a pretty good job i'm proud of us uh brett five yeses one no what food you're a french expert what food would this be uh a croque monsieur which is like a a french toast with it's like a grilled cheese but it's got ham in the middle and like cheese on the outside as well it's no uh, it's always escargot every time yeah i think it's escargot that's for six yeses by the way apparently there was a deleted scene during the court scene where pierre stands up and he goes come on tell me you wouldn't have popped her just like uh, (laughs) ben affleck did in uh what does he say call me what call me Call me Joe. Who's your favorite new kid? Oh, oh yeah. Call me, call me Donnie. Don't He's in there with now. like all the women. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that would have been amazing. Apparently, the him saying closer was an ad lib, which I thought was kind of funny. So, but yeah, I'm done. done. We'll look forward to that in the last duel tool. But but it was something you wait to look forward to every spoilers episode. There's a bit of trivia, Mikey. Were you able to add the? Uh, music clips to the soundboard oh my god yes you'll have to let me know how loud they are for you guys okay so i i'm not like josh i don't have a fancy this is my bit D die <laughs> but i have uh it's a you guys are familiar with the game trouble um, oh yeah it's been a while yeah it's oh fun. you got a popper it's fun getting into trouble yeah it's so the it's a it's a frozen edition of trouble so i got olaf got Kristoff, we got the two chicks on here, um, Anna and Elsa. But yeah, so I'm going to roll the dice Anna. and give you guys a quote. Mikey will play the music uh, based on the dice roll. 
And you have to say if it was Matt Damon, Adam Driver, or Ridley Scott. We'll do two strikes, you're out. Uh, we'll go east to east, running back backwards this time. Um, help me keep track of your strikes in the order. Two strikes, you're out. Or we'll pop the trouble popper. Okay. Mikey, give me that sweet, sweet Matt Damon music. All right. Corey. Maybe turn down a little bit, Mikey, if you yeah. could. <laughs> when you think about it, Avatar is almost a completely animated movie. Uh, Ridley Scott. Correct. Yeah, I gotta be him. Yeah. Nice. All right, Mikey. Give me the Adam Driver. No way. I remember I had high expectations for the first Blade Runner because I'd read a lot about it in science fiction movie magazine. Hmm. Uh, Matt Damon. That's correct. We're two for two. Yep. <laughs> Ridley Scott, like yeah, Show. I have really high expectations. Yeah, what are the three options? Again? <laughs> I was like, hmm. Driver, Matt Damon. Damon, Adam Driver, and Ridley Scott. If you could give me the the okay. Blade Runner theme, Mikey, Ridley Scott. Uh, okay. Who wants to come and hear about your specific problem? It's not therapy. It's supposed to be a place of communal piece of entertainment. It's supposed to be a communal piece of entertainment. Driver. It's gotta be Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Ooh, Matt yeah. Damon. Matt Damon. Goodwill Goodwill Hunting reference. So that was a strike? Yeah, that was a strike. It was Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to hear about your fucking problems. Yeah, go ahead and give me the uh Adam Driver again. I don't think the clip turned out like I liked, but I like the uh outer space. In the military, you learn a, a lot about the essence of people. You gain a lot of examples of self-sacrifice and moral courage. Well, if you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know that Adam Driver was once in the military, you're a fucking idiot. Adam Driver. That's correct. Yep. Just joking. You're a Mike. smart person. No, Mike, give me the Matt Damon. Brett. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. If you can't spot the sucker in the first half hour at the table, then you are the sucker. That's Matt Damon from the movie Rounders. That's correct. Oh, these are movie quotes <laughs> nice. you're saying. I, sometimes. I didn't know they were sometimes, movie quotes. Uh, oh, they're, okay. they're a, it's something this person has said at one point in their life. Oh, come on. All right, so only Stevie has the strike so far, right? One yeah. strike for Stevie. Back to Corey. You can give me the chipping off the Boston, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the the music really makes funny. <laughs> I don't see as many movies as I used to. Or should I say as many movies as I would like? Um, I don't know. I think I'm just gonna guess Adam Driver. Sorry, it's Matt Damon. Oh man. Matt Damon. One Is that from the departed? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, once again, shipping off to Boston, Mikey. Uh, 
This is yours, Mikey. You know, a one-term president with some balls who actually got some stuff done would have been, in the long run of the country, much better. Uh, this sounds like old man talk. Ridley Scott. Ooh. No, Matt Damon. Sorry. Wow. Whoa. Super political Matt Damon. I hope one of the quotes is like, buy crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Ridley Scott, Mikey. All right, Steve, this is your quote. I'm a science fiction enthusiast, really, deep down. Adam Driver. Sorry, Steve, you've been eliminated. That was your boy, Ridley Scott. Darn. Big fan of spoilers, Ridley Scott. Josh? Oh, yeah. Give me the Ridley Scott again, Mikey. Just keep it rolling. All right, the best films are driven by characters. And we'll come out to superhero movies after this if you want. Because I'll crush it. I'll fucking crush it. We're fucking boring as shit. First of all, if you're going to do this game and you don't do it with the streets accent, it kind of falls apart. I'll crush him. Mm. They're boring as shit. I got to say, it's, it's some Ridley Scott old man sour grapes quote. That's correct. Yeah. We're at end of round two. The Matt Damon again, Mikey. Just do the streets Brett, voice. Come on. Brett, your quote. I don't have a blink, honestly. <laughs> you can't do that voice when one of the actors is British. Come on. One of the guys is British. Can you can you say it again? I don't ever blink, honestly. Adam Driver. Ridley Scott. He's oh a weirdo. Uh, Stevie's out. Does everybody have a strike? Does anyone not have a strike? I don't. Josh, Josh sitting strong. All right, Corey. Give me the Adam Driver, Mikey. Corey, your quote. I don't have cable. I just never watched a lot of TV. Never watched a lot of TV? I don't know, Matt Damon. I don't have cable. Adam Driver. I'm sorry. Corey's been eliminated. Oh, I'm out. Mikey? Uh, Matt Damon again. I don't have... I Sorry, I have a control problem. I hate the feeling of not being in control. Ridley Scott. It's Adam Driver. I think it's down to Josh and Brett for a hot yep. take. Josh? Mm-hmm. Let's keep the... Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Adam Driver, then, according to Trouble. Uh, I should have done it years ago. It's amazing. I don't even want cigarettes anymore. Uh, I know Matt Damon used to smoke, so I'll say him. Gotta be Matt Damon. Josh is on fire. Let's go. All right, Brett. Keep it rolling, Mikey. Uh, U2 is my desert island band. U2 is my desert island band. Which sick fuck said that? 
Yeah, who, who the fuck said this? <laughs> the right mind would pick YouTube. <laughs> Gross. This is more disturbing content than the Me? movie itself. First of all, what? They have like at least a few amazing albums. But anyway. Yeah, I know. Uh, they forcibly put one on my iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can see him in the sphere, Brett. Matt Damon. That's correct. Josh. People have no idea how physically tough doing a film is. Brett, can I just do a hot take? Will you just give it to me? You can, but I still want to win. Let me just take it out. We're good You're friends, right? Uh, okay. We are good friends. Outer. People have no idea how physically duel tough between friends. I'll s- doing a that just sounds like a Matt Damon thing that he would say from Born Identity. Ridley Scott. Just get it wrong on purpose, Brett. I got a good. I have a great one. You're. We're friends, right? Josh, if I win, I'm 100 percent gonna let you have a hot take. All right, Brett. If I'm not doing something or working on something, I literally just sit in the room and think, which I don't think is productive. Ridley Scott. Josh, you got your wish. You won fair and square. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. yeah. I know that Brett really believed that. You blew that on purpose because you're a true friend. Very good friend. And my hot take is that if you're listening to this episode, go back, go forward in time, and listen to some of the Spoilers Friends episodes. We're doing a Matthew Perry tribute. Yeah. It's just me and Brett so far, but it's been really cathartic and fun and funny. So I just wanted to shout those out a little bit, Pat. Right, Brett? Good job. Yep. Fantastic. My brother's already said he, he loves them. Oh, and also, on Spotify, it, on the one with Joey's new girlfriend, episode 480, Austin said, really enjoyed this type of episode format. R.I.P. Matthew Perry. Love the great episode. We got more coming for you, Austin. Thanks for the comment. Nice, Josh. Well, once again, it. thank you, Paul, Mr. Swole, and Austin, and anyone who leaves us comments, anyone who interacts in any way, Dr. we appreciate it. Doctor yeah, Druid King, we love all you fucking guys. Brother, wolf. Brian. Uh, Brother Brian, the, the Wolf, Brother Brian. I mean, listen, you're playing all the hits. David, Alexander Cooper, and Total Movie Recall. Oh, let's whoa. go. Make. The only person we don't like is Ready Steady Cut, but luckily you have more spoilers to listen Spencer. to. Take it away, spoiler man. <laughs> Special thank you to our patrons, Matt Troll. I trust your little death was a memorable and productive one. It was like none other. Brother Brian. While I'm gone, 
Besides a bountiful harvest, our fortunes will turn most on the breeding of these horses. Nephew Quinn. I bought this mare for breeding. Comes from a long line of war horses. She will fall many a valuable colt. Nick. Perhaps we have conceived on this very night. Nurse Stacy. My daughter is strong and healthy. The Meg. And ready to honor the marriage. The Wolf. Ow, ow, ow. I hope this is pleasurable for you. <sighs> Gale. And I do hereby deny all the aforesaid charges. P.K. I, I was forced to sell that property. To Count Pierre. Spencer. He is false and wicked to say this thing. As to the sworn testimony of Lady Barky 420. One can only come to the conclusion she must have dreamt it. She zombie. He is filing an appeal to his majesty at this very moment. Sebastian. Have you ever known me to lack the company of women? Stone Cold Austin. I must know, this is a serious matter. Dr. Lars. You will need to sit. Druid King. Most excellent and powerful king and our sovereign lord. Swole. I pledge to do whatever is necessary to prove my innocence. to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoiler Man, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on patreon.com slash spoilers podcast. Be sure to check out Corey's podcast, Big Dumb Movie. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. Leave us some stars and some words. Spoilers is now available on Audible. I'm ready whenever you guys are. Yeah, I guess Corey mm-hmm. can just join. Is he going to join? Won't, though. He, said, he said in the past he's like staunchly against that. I like it. I think it's fun. Add some excitement. It's like a little uh, Nas booster in the middle of the pod. <laughs> what do you guys think he's recording for Big Dumb Movie? <clears throat> what twist? Probably three ninjas again. <clears throat> we ready? Yep. Yes. How do you say Legris? Carouge? Carouge. Carouge. Legris? Legris. Legrits. Ha ha! Dude, nobody's doing a French accent. I don't know what the accents are in this movie. <laughs> well, the French people at the very beginning are British, and the British people are even more British. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, go back and listen. Like, it's, I was, that's like the first note I took in my head. 
All right, let's start. Ready? Yeah. Let's go! <clears throat> Let them out! <laughs> Josh, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, go. If I'm dying, I'm going to be saying the Hail Mary in Latin, not this is spoilers, God! That was spoilers. Spoilers.